0: Alright, motherfuckers. What's going on? It's like coming in hot. Yeah. Hot. Well, fucking hot outside. Hot outside. Yeah, uh, a new episode of Burn Offerings. Uh that's Steve. Yep, that's Jared. That's uh that's life. Yeah. I am uh exceptionally excited. If I said that right. Yeah. For yeah. this episode. We will be premiering new Sakuzu at the end of this podcast. Yep, end of it. Uh, instead of the outro, we're going to have three new tracks by Sakuzu premiering here. Going to be off of a uh, Split and their next demo. What? Hmm. hmm. Let's see. For people who have never heard Sakuzu, what are they in for? Just devastation. Yeah, that's kinda where I was going. With it it. yeah it doesn't it doesn't uh I mean there's no frills, doesn't hold back. Just think of uh kinda think like German big three thrash like mm-hmm. destruction mm-hmm. mixed with uh just raw like punk street metal. Yeah. Have that raw rawness to it. Oh it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like everything about it's just top notch. Yeah. It rips, man. Um, big thanks to those guys, too, for sending those to us. Yeah, when Jared actually reached out about that, I was kind of shocked. I was pumped, like, right when you told me. I was like, oh, shit. You oh, know? yeah, I was all about it. Yeah. I mean, it kind of segues, segues in somewhat to what our original talks were for this podcast before we started it. True. Like, playing music on it as well. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, we didn't do it, and our friends at Miserable Crypt kind of beat us to the punch. Yeah, for sure. Awesome podcast too, by the way. Miserable Crypt. Yeah. Check those guys out if you get a chance. Not even mad. Not even mad at that. No. Nope. But uh, yeah, uh, new Sakuzu's definitely uh, the new thing that I'm super fucking stoked for. But other than that. Uh, no shows we've not went to any shows since Grindfest we talked about that on the last podcast well you um, did last night went to a show last night you seen Girth yeah yeah there was a, who the fuck was it um, Girth I'm gonna butcher the name of the next band because I can't actually remember it it's uh, I don't know Badak Budok I, I can't remember it okay. I can't remember what the name of the band was but they were like a uh Stonerish rock band, older dudes. It was actually uh, their dr- that drummer of that band's house that it's at, which is two blocks away from me. So that's cool that there's gonna be a house, walking distance to do shows again. Mhm. But yeah, they are pretty good. Um, and there was uh, some like <coughs> younger punk band that played. Cool. But yeah, Girth set was awesome. Good times there. Everything was pretty chill. Yeah, Girth is fucking awesome, man. It sucks I have to work on Saturdays now at this company <laughs> I'm at, but the money's good. I it just Friday night shows are gonna have to be. Well, that was me. I was like, it was the show. Everything started early. Everything was done by eleven. Yeah, like band wise, um, and I was like, cool, get home. I got work. I work Saturdays. Still didn't get home until like one o'clock, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I was hanging out with everyone Oh show hang out. <laughs> but um, yeah. I would have loved to have seen Gert, but it's like I get into this routine at work throughout the week where I start at a certain time, and then Saturdays, my boss wants to get off early so he can go to his camper, so we start like super fucking early, so I'm like working at wee hours for what I do. Pretty rough, actually. Just like every Saturday, he drives up just to spend a night in his camper. Yeah, he has a camper up north. Um, and uh, there's all I heard that this campground or this whatever wherever he's at has like an arcade and boats. How far away? Probably like an hour. Okay, so it's not that far. Away. No, but I'm like, every Saturday, he drives whatever length just to spend one night. In his camper, and then have to drive right back home. That is the beauty and the beast of Magic Window. <laughs> I work five days, he works six days. So, Saturday night, it's his night to do what he does, you know what I mean? And then he spends yeah. the day up there on Sunday. So, I don't know. I, I have, he wants me to go up there and check out that uh, camper one of these days, but I'm not outdoorsy enough to be tempted into that so (laughs) um i don't know but we got off at a decent time today and i actually got to take a nap so that's cool hooray for naps yeah hooray for naps and we point out that jared's wearing a fucking awesome mortician shirt right now (laughs) i wish i had it i'm not gonna lie it's from their very very first demo right yeah it's from the demo yeah. Or like, a, or the that's like a collection of all their early shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, uh, it's called From the Casket. Yep. And it's got Tall Man the on casket. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long sleeve. It's fucking awesome. I'm gonna have to get me a Mortician shirt one of these days because I've been into those dudes for like 20 years, legit 20 years since like '95. Oh, yeah. I think when I was when I first heard them, um, but. Yeah, anything, uh, anything new? Anything new, uh... Uh, just work. Just work, yeah. Have like, you taken your bike out lately, or...? Actually, no. It's been... Since I drove to your house to pick up the wax mask. Oh, yeah, that was on Sunday. Yeah, that was the last last time I rode it. Okay. Well, the weather's been decent, that's why I asked. Yeah, know? I haven't taken it out. <laughs> yeah. With the exception of the stupid storm that we had the other day. Power went out, etc. Yeah, see, we got nothing. I mean, we got the rain. I looked out my window, and I was down for it was downpour. But mm-hmm. nothing happened. No power outies. Yeah, we had power outs and traffic lights out, and it was pretty bad. I didn't lose power in my apartment. I hardly ever do. Yeah, so that's cool. But. We lost power here. What was it a week ago? When, when we had a smoke had, had that like heat wave. Yeah, one one of the days like we lost power was like the first day of it, I think. Yeah, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) Everybody's running their air conditioners and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I have been up to not much except for planning my day for Deep Purple and Alice Cooper. Yeah, I keep seeing that pop up. I'm really stoked because I'm really into Deep Purple. And uh, Alice Cooper scared me like fucking no other when I was a kid. He wrote songs about spiders and nightmares and shit and did some stuff with the Muppets and Vincent Price. Pretty cool. Um, I have seen Alice Cooper once, but I'm actually excited for that, man. I can't wait. It's not till September, so it's a ways away. Yeah, I think it's just when it's the other Yeah, I don't think it'll sell out, but... I mean, where's that DT? Yeah, Yeah, exactly now and I'm hoping Deep Purple plays some deep cuts too you know what I mean instead of just the radio stuff because I like the stuff that's not on the radio I could do without Smoke on the Water for the rest of my life Highway Star? Oh that's still a cool tune but you know I hope they play some deep cuts that'd be cool I know that their original keyboardist uh, passed away like five years ago he was the only original member of the band that never left and was there the whole time. A bitch? Yeah So he's gone, so hopefully the guy that fills in for him is Top Shelf. Or, you know, not Keyboard, but... Organ? Organ, Accordion, Hammond, whatever the hell he played. Accordion? Yeah, probably. Rocking the accordion? Yeah. I mean, no one rocked it like he did, that's for sure. (laughs) I think would play, like, shredding solos on that thing, dude. Especially Highway Star, dude. Wait, are you actually telling me that there was an accordion in deep purple no not like a crinkly. <laughs> <laughs> that's an accordion okay you said accordion you said it first yeah but like <laughs> I, I said keyboard then you said accordion or organ or whatever they call it well I mean <laughs> what's it called the, the doors played on one I'm gonna say organ organ okay Russ used one too I don't know but that dude was definitely top shelf But whatever the fuck that thing's called. It looks like a piano, but it's not. Okay, because uh, I'm picturing, like, Weird Al up there playing polka music. <laughs> Highway Star. <fucking laughs> accordion version. Right. That would be pretty sick, though. Highway Star on an accordion. But, uh... Yeah. Fucking A, man. You've been listening to anything new or awesome lately new or awesome uh um, or both just started listening to this band johnny sent me johnny showed me him, and then jared sent me the link uh and i don't want to fucking forget the name i think i know the name but i don't want to say it wrong is it condor it is condor thank you yes condor and they're fucking pissed but i haven't listened to them enough to really go into depth but okay. it's basically just like raw like South American sounding fucking thrash, and I'm actually, I can't remember exactly where they're from, I think they actually might be from South America. Okay. I honestly just found out about this band, so. Okay. Well, fucking hey, man, I mean, my uh, earliest days of getting into metal was South American thrash. I mean, South yeah. Sepultura has been like one of my favorite bands since I was really young, so. And any band that comes out of there that's thrash is usually top shelf, so. Yeah. You sent you sent me the link. Um, was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. And I, I was working, and I came home, and the humidity just killed me. So I didn't get a chance to check them out, but I will. Yeah, but other than that, um, still jamming a lot of Hell Nation, and then uh, I've been going through the going through a few albums from uh, Sabat, cool. Japanese, like early '80s. Black metal. Actually, they're still still playing. I want to say they're still playing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they started in the early 80s. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Spot. They're a classic. Yeah, they're fucking great. Yeah. Just traditional fucking black metal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm sticking to the stuff that... I listened to uh, Indian, the full album uh, yesterday, uh, from All Purity. Uh, they're not a band anymore they disbanded, they were from Chicago um, I've been listening to Grief some old Grief uh, Come to Grief and the Dismal album and a lot of Nude Grush and Meth Drinker so pretty sludgy on the, what I've been mm-hmm. listening to um, just, you know it's nothing new Nothing really. I, I wish I would have checked out Condor that way I gotta talk about him on the podcast, but <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just just beside myself with the new Sakuzy. I just can't it's so good. It's it's that good. And I still want the tape and I still want the shirt. Hopefully that comes to fruition soon. Johnny said he'll hook you up. Yeah, he did. So we will see. A couple movies we're going to get into later on, Um, some good slashers from uh, the best year of the slasher film, 1981. So many, so many good ones came out that year. Aside from those three, though, have you watched anything, doesn't matter what it is, not even horror? (laughs) Um, I came in today and Wedding Crashes was on. Yeah, that was just on TV. Right on. It was like it was like Comedy Central's uh, constant fucking loop of Billy Madison and Wedding Crashers. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Uh, yeah. I mean, so while working, watched both of those movies. And see, so yeah, I cannot fucking input Oh yeah, uh, me and Johnny watched a couple mixtapes Tuesday night. Show them uh, Horror Church, and then the Abortion Bin mixtape. Which. Horchurch is like... Horchurch is good. You've told me about yeah, Church it. Yeah, Horchurch is like a uh, good mix of horror and porn and gore, and it has like a little bit of like, comedic relief to it a little bit. Right on. Abortion Bin does not have the comedy side of it. It's just grim. Yeah. It like, got to the point where we, like, the Horchurch mixtape, mixtape ended. I went and grabbed uh, the other ones, <coughs> put in Abortion Bin, sitting there watching it, and I think Johnny was like, yeah, so can we put in something else? Because this is this is bringing me down. It kind of sparked my interest, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Monty commented that it's a rough watch, and I'm going to take his word for it. It's good. You but know me, though. I like fucked up shit. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I'm going to have to get that one under my belt because... There's a couple of movies that were tough for me to sit through in recent, like within five or six years. Serbian film was one of them, yeah. and that ain't shit compared to some of the other stuff that's out there. Black Metal Veins. <laughs> you put out Black Metal Veins, and that was really tough to sit through. I've seen it twice, and uh, if it's anything worse than that or along those lines, I'm ready for it. I'll watch it, man. I mean, I'll probably ask you to turn it off, or I might be like, can we put something else in, but I at least want to check it out, just because you've (laughs) sparked my interest. Um, Is it a mixtape? It's a mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, they just take stuff from, uh, Mm. like, gore films, and just, like, really fucked up porn, and, like, in in a weird way, some of the things could be funny, just because it's just, like, so off the wall. It's It's so out of control. But it's not like like the shit that uh Horror Church does. The fuck was that that game? It's like an old, like the commercial they show for it's from like the fucking fifties. It's like a dating game. Oh, you know, you open the door and you see the picture of the guy. Yeah, Margaret showed me the commercial for that. Yeah. Well, they use that commercial and so it's little kids opening this door and when they open the door it's like a prolapsed anus or a dude hanging from his dick. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's kinda like funny in that regard, like the church one? Mystery date. Mystery date, that's <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, the abortion it's, one, one's not at all like that. It's just straight like, hey, look at this fucked up shit. Oh man. Right on. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I like it. Yeah. It's like whatever happened to good old faces of death, you know? The or traces of death or you know, Traces of the Death, where they fucking added the, uh, it's basically just a metal soundtrack. Right, yeah. That was cool when you were 16. You know, it was awesome. You know, you're what bands did they use on that? Like, black metal, death metal bands. Yeah. Um, I can't remember, it's been so long. I'd like to find a box set of Traces of that Death. And cool. the VHS box set. Do you? Yeah. Oh. you can okay. get them cheap, actually. I got mine, I got mine for maybe 20 bucks for the whole thing. It's a like, brand fucking new. No shit. Yeah. Um, VHS. Yeah, okay. VHS ones. Wow. We'll have to pop those in one of these days, man. That'd be cool. I haven't seen any of those in years. It's been a long time. Yeah. I own like most of the Faces of Death. I watched those here and there. But Traces of Death was always cool because it was the alternate of Faces of Death. It was like kind of a little more updated, a little more cooler. We need to have a fucking death press night. Yeah, as long as... I, yeah, we, we can some, okay we some King Cobra. Okay, yeah, I'm going to need that. We'll pop in some death press. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring the mood down real low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on mute and just listen to Funeral Doom. That'll Yeah, <laughs> let's do that, dude. That'll really... Put i on, like, an early Moss record. Ooh. Yeah, now you're... Now you're talking. Dude, I posted uh, posted those tapes a couple times, actually. And uh, this one guy I follow, I think he his wife's Japanese, and they would go stay over there for a while. And he said that they show shit like that just on late night TV. That's fucking crazy. He's like, you flip through the channels and just come across shit like that. Wow. I'm like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. That's crazy, man. That's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Only movies ever that I've posted, like, looking for more, because there's, like, I got four of them. I'm actually not sure how many there are, but I know for sure I'm missing at least maybe four more, two more. I don't know. But I'll post occasionally in groups. Hey, does anybody got any more of these that I don't have? Only time everybody's ever got salty with me about movies is mm-hmm. when I post those. They go like, man, God, how can you do that? How can you watch this? I'm like, dude, it's not like it's a daily thing. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm like, dude, settle the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but uh, death press night, yeah. I think we're about due for a metal malt liquor massacre meltdown. Fucking Malt Liquor Meltdown Volume 3? Yep. Volume 1 and 2 were a success. If you can say that. Um. My friend Brian uh, ran his own t shirt printing company. I was going to have him print off just two shirts for the last one. That'd be sick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I ever finished the design for it. Oh, I wonder if I still have it. I had a design for it. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's killing it I was just going to like, dude, print off two shirts. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we do these metal massacre malt liquor meltdown sessions where we drink nothing but malt liquor and blast a hodgepodge of different types of metal. Dude, the first the first time we did this, I went to the party store and grabbed a box and filled it with King Cobra 40s and Tallboys. Mm-hmm. The fucking clerk looked at me like I was crazy. Yes. I can imagine. I remember seeing your fridge and I lined like, it. This fucking crazy, man. I'm like, this is going to be an interesting night. We got through most of it. Without dying. Yeah, we did. And that's good. Yeah, we just pissed off Ashley. That was... Pretty <coughs> good. good. <and we> <coughs> but, other than that... Um, we'll have another one soon. But I, I kind of want to make sure we have what we're going to listen to picked out ahead of time. So there's no, like, empty space of looking for a record blasted on King Cobra. Because <laughs> there's nothing worse, because it's like, you don't know what you want to listen to. It's weird. It's like I'm actually thinking next time we do it, um, I'll just make a playlist. Because... There's at least two records I can think of for sure, Well, one that I can think of for sure, but I think there's been at least two. Being written, I went to go put the needle down, and was like, and it's just like, Mm. I fucked up my Amoebics Arise record. Oh, fuck, dude. And uh, there might be another one. So, uh, yeah, if it's gonna be an item of us just getting stupid, I might just leave the records out of it. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. a fucking playlist. Just to be safe, yeah, because we get pretty faded. Plug like plug that in. Yeah. Gotta have some priest in there, some old maiden, you know. That always goes good when you're just browned out drunk. Yeah. But uh Yeah. Um I haven't really been watching anything other than let's see. Um I don't have cable so I'm pretty sure I said that on the last podcast um aside from the three movies we're going to talk about today i have watched prom night and uh prom night 2 hello maryland oh, I, I can't handle that one it's underrated i think it's overrated i think it's underrated i like it i think it's a cool little film um it's different not a slasher not like any genre almost like a 976 evil kind of thing going on yeah you that. you know what I'm saying um but yeah I watched those two movies and uh trying to think what else I may have watched I can't I can't think right now but I know I watched it was a double feature uh the other day I watched both of them back to back, and uh, oh, I watched Puppet Master four, three, and four. Um, three is actually actually a prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two Lions Revenge, mm-hmm. the six shooter, and uh, I watched Nightmares and a Damaged Brain. Yes, that's I fucking love that movie. Top choice, man. Yeah, I definitely I watched that, and then the last one was uh, Munchies. I had, to, you know, Munchies. You know, I don't think I've actually ever watched that. you never seen Munchies? No, I don't think I've ever actually watched it. Oh, I'll let you borrow it, man. I mean, do you like critters? Yeah. Do you like gremlins? Yes. You're going to love Munchies. That's <laughs> just <laughs> the way it works out, man. <coughs> but uh, I'll let you borrow it. You, you got to. You got to see it. Uh, it's, it's like these little critters that are obsessed with junk food, chicks, and beer, and partying. The funny thing about these munchies though is that they drive a gremlin car the old-school <laughs> yeah, yellow the whole gremlin yeah. and the license plate says oh gizmo that, that is amazing yes so they're not holding back anything they like, yeah, get ripping us off no they directly <laughs> ripped ripped off gremlins like I think it might have came before Critters, if I'm not mistaken. I think critters came after munchies. Munchies was the first knockoff. Don't then there was ghoulies. Oh yeah. Critters. Don't uh, don't munchies eventually go to college? No, that's uh ghoulies. Ghoulies go to college? Yep. I thought there was a munchies in Gully College. No, there's only one munchies, there's like four ghoulies or three ghoulies. Okay. Ghoulies, three, ghoulies go to college. <laughs> I feel like Munchie should've went to college since all they care about is beer, partying and chicks. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I kinda want that poster of that of the cover of the movie. Isn't it like the one under a chick skirt? Yeah. See I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a classic movie, dude. It's Munchies, man. What are you gonna do? But uh yeah, those are the movies that I've watched. Oh yeah. And I have to really say that I like Nightmares and a Damaged Brain. I fucking love that movie. The movie's great. It is. It's creepy as hell. Yeah. I love the whole uh I mean I guess you could say controversy about whether or not um Tom Savini. Savini did Savini work <clears> on it? Was he did he not? Was he just a consultant? Blah blah blah. I don't know, but that kill scene is the whole movie for me. Uh, Decapitation. Yeah, the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That little kid was a brat, dude. Yeah. I just wanted to like, spank that little kid. Like, and put him in the corner. You know, like, jeez. Reminded me of my little brother, man. <laughs> he would do, like, crazy shit like that, man. Not as far as, like, putting ketchup all over a white shirt and saying that he got, you know, he's dying. But, you know, he would do. Stupid shit all the time, and uh, but yeah. So um, we're gonna get into these movies. Uh, first one, let's go with uh, the one that we just watched right before we started this podcast. Oh yeah, <clears throat> Graduation Day. Yeah, 1981, Graduation Day. Uh, Christopher George is in it from City of the Living Dead. Uh, He's also in uh, Pieces. Yes. He's in Grizzly and a handful of others. Uh, And also uh, Linnea Quigley is in it. Vanna White has a small cameo. Small thing. Yep, she's in it too. Vanna White pre-Wheel of Fortune. Yes, she was on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, she still is. She still is. She's still, she's still wheeling it up. Really? Is Her. she still hot? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, man, she I still looks good. I haven't seen Wheel of Fortune since I sat on my grandma's lap and watched it, so... <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I think she still looks good. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll have you, you check what out. out. I'm talking 60? has to be almost in 60s. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has the easiest job in the country. Yeah, no shit. Just turning letters. Looking she doesn't turn shit. touches. Oh, now she now. touches. She just touches, yeah. touches. Like, that's how long it's been since I've seen the <laughs> fortune. She, she touches the corner. Yeah. 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 She like, <laughs> just touches the fucking corner. It's like, <clears throat> and Then she claps. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Goodness, that's it. That's it. <coughs> um, but yeah, we watched Graduation Day <coughs> today, Jared and I. Uh, this movie is a blueprint slasher film. With a lot of cheese and a low budget foot feel to it, um, I dig the feel of it. I do. Too. I dig how it was shot. Me too. Um, especially like the stuff that you want in slashers, like the uh, the jogger. Just the way that whole thing went down when he's like stalking her, like in the woods. The first one. Yeah, the first kill. Oh, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some uh, there's some pretty good kills in that movie. Some uh, ridiculous ones. Some ridiculous ones, and the band. Oh. felony my God! Don't even get us started on the band. They could uh, they could have got rid of that fucking song. Oh man. The, the, and while that song is playing, it's like a Scooby-Doo chase scene. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And <coughs> I'm just trying to figure out where the fencing aspect came in. Uh, I mean, schools have fencing. My school had fencing. No, I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, how did he, he just decided that that was going to be his niche to kill people was, like, a fencing outfit. So you couldn't see who it was. Yeah, they, they basically had guessing was, like, we need to cover his fucking face. Well, of course. Yeah. And, and that's they went with... I, I wouldn't be surprised if who were a football helmet. That's what I was going to say. They probably went through a fucking whole thing. I guarantee And they it. were like, fencing. Alright, schools have fencing. Right. Yeah. But, uh, or they had that kill in mind and they decided to at least go with it and that would be what he wears. mm mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, every kill is done within 30 seconds. And, uh, <coughs> if you've never seen the movie before, I'm sure you have, but, in the beginning, uh, a girl is on the track team running a race and she collapses and dies and everyone on the track team starts getting picked off one by one and uh, some of them get killed in a pretty cool way yeah um, the one kill obviously that I can't it's rough to watch is the trachea, the fencing blade through the trachea <clears throat> gotta protect the neck man <laughs> <laughs> Got to protect it. Out. I don't wear turtlenecks. I don't like people touching my neck or my trachea. I do smoke. That probably makes no sense, but um, yeah, trachea, no, no good. Gets it right, you know. And uh, did you have a favorite kill in this movie? Um, I'm gonna say that. One of my favorite kills is probably the pole. Me too. Yeah. That's just... Grim. It is. And the aftermath of it looks cool. Yeah. I mean, this dude's got... And you know, what what were those spikes? Were those tips of javelins? Actually, I don't know. I never paid... I didn't pay attention that much I, I just always wondered how, how that was concocted in that pit. It looks like it's the tip of javelins. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, in Fatal Games, the whole thing is javelin. Say, is the whole thing fucking javelin? Murders? Yeah, yeah the, the killer can hit someone from a hundred yards away with a javelin. Like, dead on. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we'll get into Fatal Games in a whole other episode. The, the only way that I could fucking ever watch it is on YouTube, because the VHS is impossible to find, and I don't think it ever got a DVD release. Man. I know you've, you've tried finding it VHS for a while and people were like, Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. in groups like if they have it they're like, No, I'm not getting married, to everybody else like, yeah, good luck finding it. Yeah. I posted um, looking for fatal games about five times on the Misfits group when it was still around and all and the only thing I got was a guy sent me a picture of a minty copy that was not for trigger sale. Like, thanks man. And yeah, I love those people. Mm-hmm. Got a minty copy here, but it's staying here. Like, damn it. But uh, Fatal Games is a direct ripoff of Graduation Day. But, um, I I don't know. It's it's uh, It came out in 81. Best year for slashers. And uh, there's some cool kill scenes in it. Linnea Quigley was pretty young in that, too. She was. She was, like, really young. She replaced somebody in that movie. Yeah, one of the chicks. One of the chicks already got cast for it, and they already did a bunch of filming with her. A part of her contract, which is, you, if you've seen the movie, you see Lainey Swigley, was nudity. Her, her character was naked. In part of it. Mm-hmm. She refused to do it, even though it was in her contract. So they fired her, and they had to cut out as much as they could. <laughs> where if it was big. Fuck about getting naked. Obviously, no. have you seen any movie with her in it? <laughs> no, that's I, I haven't seen a movie with her in it where she's not naked. Maxie Shines. I don't know if she gets naked in a horror workout. I've never seen that. It's basically just a workout tape. But I know she's in her living room with her girlfriends in like 90s. I don't think she ever gets naked. Oh, well, maybe. But it's really... I want to like it, but it's kind of a boring watch because it really is just a fucking workout video with zombies. Like, I think at one point she's doing aerobics with zombies as her workout partners, like in the background, I'm like, Ugh. Oh, that sounds wild. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Didn't you put that on for me one time, but I fell asleep. I might have. I have it upstairs. I know. I did a, when Lo-Fi Video re-released it, mm-hmm. I ended up doing the layouts for the big box and the clamshell. Cool. So. They hooked you up. Yeah. I, I did the first... First four releases that he did, I did like the layouts and all the covers for him. And then um because I was still in school, he's in California. He just became too much of a hassle, and so he said he was like, I'm just gonna learn Photoshop and I'm gonna do it myself. Oh, right I was like, alright. Like no big deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure you put that on for me before, but I like I like pretty much anything that only quigley's in. She's just, she rules. Um, she's like a staple of 80s horror for me. Um, same thing with Christopher George. And they're both in this movie, but... Uh, yes. Yeah, graduation day, uh, the ending could have been a little less lackluster. Yeah, we were talking about that. Hmm. We both kind of agreed where the ending should have been in that movie. Yeah. Did, did you kind of... Were you with me, me on that? Yeah. Okay. Because afterwards, like, I, it's almost like I, I get where they were trying to go with it, but it was unnecessary. Right. Like, after the part, they to go out the window with the uh, corpse of the, her sister. Mm-hmm. Like, him and her go out the window. Could have ended there. But then it keeps going. She goes upstairs, opens the door, and he's running back in holding the corpse, and then she takes off running to the school. Mm-hmm. And then somehow... He like shows up right behind her. Yeah. So, whatever. And then you just see a couple more dead bodies while they fight. And yeah. then guys. Like, yeah, could have just ended. Yeah. And who cares about the wrap up between her and her mom and stepdad? Could have done without that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, your, your basic uh, 80s slasher ending is usually everything comes to fruition at the end. Yeah. So. Once you find out that he kept the court, he dug up the corpse and kept the corpse. That should have been out the window, and it would have just been uh, presumed presumed dead. Yeah, presumed. Like you like, okay. Like they died together. Yeah, they fell out the window. I mean, he was the chick was already dead. Well, the, the, to get he died with her. He died with like with her, wing, I guess you You know what I'm saying? Like they both fell out of a window together, and then they they, they do a shot where they're laying next to each other down on in the grass yeah that would have made sense and then just fade to black roll the credits but there's an extra 15 minutes unnecessary. Yeah, unnecessary yeah i didn't really care for it too much um they had to show off you know her kung fu moves or whatever Fucking cqc training man i guess so man yeah she learned a thing or two while she was out in Guam. <laughs> but uh next movie um, Final Exam, which we talked about a little bit on a previous podcast. Thing. I didn't realize that, or else I would have never said that. Well, no, the orig- the reason that we're doing Final Exam is because of Will. Will said that, and then we had a third movie picked. We did. And then I said, do you want to do Final Exam? You said, yeah. If I knew we already talked about it, I would have never brought it up. It's Okay. And Will would've had to deal with the fact that we were gonna talk about it. And Will would've had to be sad. But Will's one of our dedicated listeners, so we wanna keep him happy. <laughs> Will does. Will Will seems to listen to everyone. He does, book. yeah, yeah. I dig it. So, um except for the fact that I would give anything to trade my copy of Final Exam for Jared's copy of Final Exam because his cover art is way cooler than mine. It's the American versus the Canadian release? Is it? I got the Canadian release. It's so much cooler looking than mine. They did actually. There's um a bunch from that same, and I'm blanking on the company that released it. Who released it? Embassy. Embassy. Yes. There's a a, a bunch of their lines that all have that same cover. Really? Yeah. It's just like a uh image and the title and almost like typewriter font. Oh, right on. Like, I, like, it looks just like the final exam. Oh, I thought it was just... Because that makes sense, final exam, typewriter. Oh, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm actually mistaken on that. The fonts are all different, but the box art looks the fucking same. Oh, okay. It's just like an image from the movie, but it's all the, it's uh, the Canadian releases. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so I want to say the... Uh, so the final exam was a Canadian movie? No, but... That release of it is the Canadian okay embassy release. Okay. Because they had the like, <coughs> it was like the embassy Canada releases and the embassy American releases. Ah. Uh, I want to say um, this. I might be wrong on. Mausoleum has almost the same exact box art. That's that one. I want to say that was because it was the Canadian. Okay. Yeah, it's white. Around the border and an image from mm-hmm. the movie and. The title? Yeah. Um... Yeah. Final Exam, uh... It's a pretty cool movie. Um... The middle of it, there's just... There's a lot of... There is... It starts off... With a really good kill, I think. There's the way... It's like... Just bam bam. mm mm-hmm. Dude just gets ripped out of the roof of his car. And just stabbed on the hood with his girlfriend watching. Yes. And it's actually, the the kill's brutal. Yes. And then no kills happen for a good, like, 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. And and then it's like, okay. They they go into depth about its finals week. And there's rival schools. Yeah, the fucking fraternity does, like, a fake fucking, like, shooting up the quad. Yeah. So that they... You know, to disrupt the final exam that they have to take. I'm just like, yeah, the one dude like slid slides in his fucking like, pink test or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, the the jock guy. Mm-hmm. And the stupid sheriff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's cool, you know. And now that I've watched the movie recently, I actually like the killer. Even though he's got like a mushroom haircut, <laughs> and he's wearing like overalls, <coughs> you never really see his face. But he looks fucking sweet when he's standing in the gym. Yeah. In yeah. that weird light where you can't see his face, but you can see the outline of him with the knife. He looks fucking pissed. Which pretty much lent itself to the cover. Yes. My cover. Yeah, like the what what everybody knows as the final exam cover. Right. Because I think that they use that as like the, for the poster and everything too. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some uh, some pretty cool kills in Final Exam, um, but there's there, they go into depth about the characters more than a slasher probably should. Yeah. My whole my my only real like, bitch about this movie is the fact that you get a kill right in the beginning, and then like 40, 45 minutes later, it's like nothing's going on yet. Like it's just story and. Dealing with like the kids and the prank and the cops, and it's like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's the nerdy kid that handles the the equipment, mm-hmm. the football team. Yeah. 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 And then there's the jock Steve. Yeah. The jock Steve. Yeah, his name's Steve. Yeah. <coughs> um, this movie, yeah, the, the ending I like though. I love the ending. Yeah, it's actually really good ending. It's good. I like how they just cut. She's weeping on some steps after she stabs this guy like 17 times to make sure he's dead. There was no... Well, there actually was a rebirth. That's what they called it in the slasher days where the killer comes back to life for one last scare. Yeah. He he fell down the... How many flights of stairs? You know what I mean. The spiral stairs. It falls down, and she walks down there, and he comes back to life, and she stabs him like twenty times to make sure he's dead. I thought that was cool. Instead of just once and then running away and him having a chance to get back up, she made sure. It, she went fucking hard in the paint to make sure this dude was dead. <laughs> he really did, dude. <laughs> she stabbed him like twenty times, man. But I like the way it ended. It there was no like. And it was one of the few slashers, especially in that year, that didn't have, like, a twist at the end. Yeah, no, it was pretty much just... Just cutting clean. Dude's fucking... Just dude's killing people. Yeah, just going around campus. This girl time. fucking killed them. now it's over. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But, uh... Do you have a favorite kill? Probably the first. That, honestly, is... I love that kill, just because... Beginning of the movie, and it's usually, like... They, if there's a kill in the beginning of the movie, it's usually not the most brutal, but it's usually just, like, quick, maybe catching you off guard. But mm-hmm. this one, like, the guy's on his car, and he's fucking reached in to like like, puts a hole in his fucking ragtop of the, the convertible. Mm-hmm. Rips him out and just fucking, like, slams him on the hood and just, like, drives his fucking knife, like, with force. It's like, da, mm-hmm. And it's like, Boom! And goes in, I'm like, Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, like if it could have like went to something else sooner, I would've liked this movie more. Like I like the movie, but I feel like it's just too much downtime in the middle. I hear you. well it's like character development, but they're developing characters that you don't care about. Yeah, yeah, it's like nothing they there's the needed hot to be done. Right, there's the hot shit that everyone does everything for <clears throat> there's like the nerdy chick that's really smart and gets the good grades and their roommates. Mm-hmm. and then there's like the nerdy kid that keeps calling the sheriff and he doesn't believe him. And then there's like the football players and yeah there's like the fucking the football player, the president of the frat, yep who's like the dude who gets everything he wants mm-hmm. basically, right. So it's almost like an 80s like teen school movie. And they could have did all that character setup in 15 minutes. I agree, especially for a slasher. Yeah, like, this, it it wasn't anything fucking special. It wasn't anything out of the box. It wasn't like you really are trying to build up, like, you want the viewer to have, like, to care about these characters. It was all standard stuff. They built up a standard cast of characters. Right, yeah, true story. Didn't need to have 45 minutes of nothing. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, Will, there's your final exam. <laughs> there's our thoughts. There's our thoughts on final exam. <laughs> I will leave you with this. One, thank you for the recommendation. Thank you for asking us to review a movie. Yeah. That first one since <clears throat> the first episode. Yes. Or second? No, no, first episode. We had two two reviews before that. Yeah, two requests before that. Requests. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. And two, um, my thoughts on final exam are, you definitely want to have this in your collection if you're a slasher fan. Yes, you gotta have it, mm-hmm. but you gotta have patience to sit through the character development in the middle of it. yeah, you get to that, you get to that last third, yeah, 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 in the definitely. beginning the first the first kill is awesome. It, it sets the tone, but then it kind of loses you a little bit. <clears throat> but then the, the last third of the movie is fucking killer. So yeah, that's basically. And since we're shouting out to Will and talking directly to him right now, the yes. next time we hang out, which possibly gonna be Horrorhound, I will talk to you for hours about Japanese power violence and I can't remember power violence and grime and Japanese man. We'll, just, we'll talk for hours about Japanese hardcore. Yeah, Japanese fucking power violence, man. I'll be there. I'll that's be there. Uh, that's that's in my wheelhouse. Hell yeah! And who knows? Well, maybe I'll uh, talk a little hardcore with you at least what I know. Yeah, see, you know there what I mean. Go. So, uh, by the way, okay, Will, here's a recommendation for you. If you ever heard of a man called Fistula, they put out a record that was pretty in the vein of hardcore. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> They're a band from Ohio, and um, I don't know if you've heard them or not, but. Uh, the album is called Longing for Infection, and uh, it's got kind of a terror feel to it. Check that out, man. Let me know what you think. A lot of their other stuff is like doom or punk, or it's like a, they're a weird mix of like everything. Yeah, they, you know th- I mean? they they mix a lot of shit. Yeah, they got like some weird like grind in there, and like like some doom, and I don't know, they're all over the place. But uh, the one album. I think you might dig a little bit. So uh, it's called "Longing for Infection" and the band's called Fistula. So there you go, Will. Dude, they played. Uh, we didn't. We missed them, but they played the Berserker Fest two Berserker Fest's ago. Mm-hmm. And the dude has a uh, what the fuck's a tattoo? Gave <coughs> my life for rock and roll" or no, rock, rock and, roll, and roll victim. Rock and roll victim. That's what it is. Yeah. It's across his forehead, like a yeah. hairline. There's some gnarly looking dudes too, man. Yeah. They really are. I love them though. They're uh they're pretty fucking cool. Uh, my favorite fishula album probably is Vermin Prolificus. Came out in two thousand and fourteen, but they have a ton of splits. They have a ton of albums out. They just keep pumping out new material all the time, all the time. So they're active for sure. And they're on Patac Records. Which uh there's some other good bands on their record label too. but um, Next movie we're going to move on to is uh, Happy Birthday to Me. Yes. Which, one day, Jared and I will find the uncut version of this movie. See, and I recently found out about there being an uncut. Because the DVD I have is an uncut. I don't actually own the VHS, you own the VHS. We compared notes. Mm-hmm. Determine that's not uncut. Nope. Because all the kills, it seems like it cuts away, bef- like, right at the point where they show something. I thought that was just super censored, which it is. And that, that was just the movie, though. But from reading, there are uncut versions floating around online. I just don't think the uncut version ever got an official right. release. And I will make my own bootleg fucking release of it. I don't even care. <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh,. I, I mean, I definitely want to own that movie because it's happy birthday to me yes. and because the artwork is sick on the VHS. Yeah. Just the cover. I would love to have that poster. I have this shirt. It's a one-off shirt, and it's just got Virginia standing there with a knife and a cake, mm-hmm. and on the back it has um, a still frame of every murder. It's it's a cool shirt. Yeah, it is. Shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I found it at a horror hound, and I, you know love that movie but um yeah there's a there's a kill like right in the beginning of the movie like right as soon as it starts out she's going to meet her friends at the bar hmm she runs into the uh, college professor the old lady he's like the Dean or the Dean you okay and uh, she gets strangled to death in her car and that's that but uh so it starts off with a bang and uh, they do some character development in this one, too, but they don't go into depth. And it also it, it, it flows better. And it has a better feel to it. It does. It almost has, like, because it's, it's kind of a... I don't want to say slicker, but because it's almost, like, better thought out. Right. And the backstory is kind of almost like soap opera-ish. Like the whole like having an affair with the rich person, the kid, blah blah blah. Right. And the way that you how you see the killer, which is basically just their hands, this movie has a very Giallo vibe to it. It does with the gloves. You're right. Like the gloves, <laughs> the very like polished story, the very, the backstory being like it's almost like a soap opera ish feel to it, which kinda goes into like a lot of Giallo's have that same fucking feel and vibe and story. True. Yeah, you're right. And uh this movie, um, it does, you're right, I never even really thought of that, but, uh, it does have a good story. It's almost like it could be mixed with a made-for-TV, like, a lifetime television storyline, because it goes that in-depth about what's what it's about. Um, like, a lot of people don't realize that Curtains was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. And... You know it's curtains it's a slasher movie but there's a story there it's not just some random person going around killing people because of the sake of killing people this one it's all about the storyline happy birthday to me is was all about the storyline. and it's all about you know like you said with the uh, affair and all that and then the end they reveal everything you know it's like it's it's cool it's cool I dig it yeah um, but if I could find the uncut version the kills would be a lot better yeah you know there's okay you know there's stuff <clears throat> that uh those yeah this, the shit they should have shown in those kills yeah it's great yeah like they were supposed to be one of the kills was supposed to be she was supposed to die I don't remember which girl it is but it was, she was supposed to get a fucking axe to that yeah. not even like head chopped off, just X to the head. And they cut it and re-filmed it in a different way because they didn't want to get an X rating. But then they ended up having to cut out all the gore because they kept getting an X rating. <laughs> so, Do like, you know fun. why that was? <clears throat> I, uh, I meant to bring this up earlier. <clears throat> the censorship board in America... Yeah, the MPAA was giving them fucking shit. ...was giving Canadian filmmakers shit because they thought that they were sandbaggy by cashing in on the slasher film explosion from canada it's in the uh, going to pieces documentary the guy that made happy birthday to me the producer yeah and did uh my bloody valentine he said that or carpetbagger that's what he said he's like they were rough on us because we were from a different country and we were making slasher films and they were making a lot of money and they thought we were just, you know, cashing in on the whole thing. And he's like, maybe we were, but there's no way an axe to the head's going to have an X rating. Come on, man. They were just being sticklers about it. Legit. You know? They really watched this movie. They cut out like 95% of the gore. Yeah, and you know, the tagline, like we were talking about, is six of the most bizarre deaths that you'll ever see. And the way that these people are—they lead you to believe how they're being killed—is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Like the motorcycle death. I mean, who doesn't want to see a guy's scarf get caught in the fucking spokes of want to I wanna, I wanna see that. I do too. I want to see his face fucking completely ripped off. You know? Or the guy lifting weights. Yeah. That—that <laughs> that fucking death, man. <laughs> that's almost everybody I talk to about this movie. That's the first death they bring up. Like, I fucking remember that. So I keep picturing that one. I want to see the skewer go through the back of the guy's head, dude. That one, yes. I actually wonder if they did, if they shot it fully like that, like it, with it coming out the fucking back. I would hope they did. They cut away in my VHS. But yeah, I mean, it cuts away in my DVD. But that's what I'm saying. I really hope they filmed it all the way where it actually comes. You actually see it go through the back. Oh, I bet they did. Or if it was just like a uh, <coughs> bam, like into into the mouth, back of the throat. You don't really see much no you just see it kind of like, yeah but the trailer for this movie really makes you want to watch the movie yeah the trailers killer dude and they really hyped it up and did you did you know that certain theaters around America and Canada actually had like booths that had uh, like knickknacks and stuff from the movie and if it was your birthday they would give you a a t-shirt and some like goodies like a goodie bag from the movie like a bunch of promo stuff no but that's fucking awesome yeah actually uh if we have time I don't know uh, I can look that up but it, it was pretty cool it was to lure people in to actually come see the movie and if it was your birthday you got in for free so I would love to find somebody who did that on their birthday and actually has the original shirt. Because I would like to see what the original shirt looked like. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's just like the red logo, more than likely. Yeah, like, uh, let's see, production, promotion, let's see. The promotional material sold the oddball nature of the murders as the prime reason to see it. Let's see. Okay. Butchered birthday cake. Party hats. Fake coffins. People celebrating their own birthdays were encouraged to bring family and friends with incentives such as t-shirts and party hats. They also suggested having a member of staff dressed in funeral black, preventing anyone from entering the auditorium during the final ten minutes of the movie. (laughs) Those in line would then be offered a bite-sized slice of Virginia's birthday cake from the concession stand. The promotion manual always also had lots of ideas for radio disc jockeys to promote the film, asking callers to scream in when they call. So yeah, they uh, definitely uh, promoted the hell out of the movie. Movies need to do that more. I agree. Like, I would, I would love to go, because honestly I don't really go see movies in theaters anymore. I couldn't even tell you the last one I saw in the theater. But, I mean... If I were to go and they had a bunch of this fucking shit going on to promote it and promotional stuff like that, like, I'd be, I'd be fucking sweet. Mm. I'd be all about it. Yeah. They it's were, like I get, like, the internet changed the way things work and the internet changed marketing and all that, but. Can you imagine a movie being so hyped up that you show up on your birthday to see a movie about birthdays? And the whole gimmick is to have someone show up in funeral black and guard the door so no one can see the last ten minutes to reveal the end. And then if it is your birthday, you get a piece of fucking cake that says Happy Birthday Virginia on it. How cool is that? Yeah. And they give out party hats with the logo from the movie and like confetti and all this other stuff. Man, that's kind of cool, man. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So. Let's actually, <clears throat> let's talk about that fucking ending. Okay. Okay. Because I still don't know how I feel about that ending. But, I like it. Like, I mean, I like it. I like the twist. I like how it's supposed to be, like, that was the girl whose party she was going to. And mm. they didn't, while we're in, blah, 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 I get it. And I like it. But she's, like, in the chair. And the girl's there. And it's like, they look exactly like. And they talk exactly like. And then all of a sudden, rips the mask off. Mm. And now she talks like herself, like, come on now. I know. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Makes me, that was a little bit of a stretch that nobody knew I wasn't you. Like, bull fucking shit. Right. I dug it. I dug the ending. It was a little different. I mean, I liked, I liked the twist. I didn't like how they, I guess, did it. How they did it, right. But I, I like that it was that that girl, like, basically getting her friends. Like, oh, you said I fucking ruined... Yeah, I ruined your birthday ahead many years ago. Oh fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> make sure you get the one you want. It's a pretty uh, well thought out twist at the end, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you think about it, when they're sitting down writing that movie, that's a pretty good twist at the end. They had it more straightforward. Did they? Yeah, the original was more straightforward. They're like, that's a little too fucking predictable. Oh, like just they originally had it as Virginia. Like it Virginia was just was it again? was just gonna be like it was just gonna be her. And then it's like, a little too predictable. <laughs> As you're killing all the people down, it's going to be too obvious. Yeah. And I like how the murders get pinned on Virginia, too. Yeah. Because uh, she kind of just goes with it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at that point, she's probably just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some good death scenes in that. We'll, we'll find an uncut version. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully somewhere. Will pointed this out. And I can't think of one that's longer. Is this the longest slasher film? This is two hours long. It could be. I have no, I cannot think of one that's two hours. I can't either. Um, is it really that long? Two hour long movie. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, yeah, she's like, is this the longest one? He's like, it's two hours long. She's like, this Longest one I can think of. Wow. I'll have to look into that. Two hour long slasher movie. Well, yeah, I don't know. Mostly cap out at hour and a half. Sometimes like less than that. Yeah. Like an hour 20. That's all it takes. Kill a bunch of people off. Shit, what is it? Uh, Slumber Party 3 is like hour 10? Yeah. <laughs> like hour 15? Yeah, something like that. It's like an hour 15. Yeah, it's pretty short. Like a fucking episode of a show on FX? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's cool. They didn't quit it, you know? Yeah, they Look at stick it, see you later, bye. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think that's what we have. Yeah, that's, uh,. As far as uh, movies and stuff, yeah, I think that's what we have. But I mean, we obviously we all liked "Happy Did It Me." Yeah, that was yeah. my that was my view of it. My opinion. Yeah, I, I really dig that movie. Yeah, I do too. It's good. It's a good movie. It's uh, it's like the meteor of the, you know, not meteor like from. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, not like from the sky, it's not coming from space. No, it's got the meat and potatoes of the slasher. It's not. It's not going to get fucking uh, Eddie Murphy becoming a superhero. No, and it's not going to grow a bunch of moss. Not going to get that either. King's not going to blow his head up. Right? <laughs> um, no, it's uh, one of the better made slashers from the golden era. You know what I mean? It's like well thought out. It is. It is. And, like, you used a good word earlier, slick. It's got, like, a slick production where it looks nice and it's presented well. It's a good slasher movie. It really is. Um, I just wish the kill scenes were a little bit more graphic. That's all. That's my only complaint about the movie. The whole movie is awesome. On the Hunt now. Yep. We'll find one. Probably on DVD. Even if I can just... If I can find a download of it, I will make me and you... VHS bootlegs, cool. Can do that. That'll give me a reason to design a uh, Happy Birthday to Me cover. I'll actually take my Happy Birthday to Me tape out of my oh, yeah, tape tape original and one and put the bootleg one with the real kill scenes in it. Try to take the stickers off of my one tape. I'll just uh. I'll I'll print the labels too. I'll just make it actually. I'll make the. I'll make the. I can make the labels look legit. Yeah, because mine's awesome. It has the actual font on the labels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it looked look, like a knife coming down. I can do that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All those Columbia uses the actual fucking logo on the uh, spine fucking mm-hmm. tape. It's pretty cool. Yeah, fucking spine labels. Yep. Looks sweet. But, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's what we have. We got some beer to drink and some tunes to spin, but... Before we let you go, we have a treat for you guys. Yeah, we are going to be premiering three new tracks by Sikuzu. heard yes. us talk about them. We talked about the beginning that we were going to do this. In case you forgot, we're doing it. Yep. With the tracks, since you know, we're going to be playing after Relief, I'm going to uh, Jared from Sikuzu, bass player, vocalist, Yes. with the tracks sent over. Kind of like a rundown what they're called, what they're about, and what release they're going to be on. Cool. So I figured I'd go over that. Okay. Just so you kind of know what's up. The, very, the first song is going to be uh, called The Final Nail. It's going to be off their upcoming split with Castle Freak. Sweet. Yeah, and um, he says, um, This song is about voluntary human extinction and embracing annihilation over suffocating our planet to death. And this on his fist. Yes, it is. Seen him play it live. Yep. When they first wrote it. Pretty sure they closed with it. I think they did, yeah. Yeah. Um, Second one is uh, Drago. It's based on The Howling. The name is actually from the village in the book slash movie. He said it's a total lycanthropy lycanthropy worship. Yes. Cool. And um, that one's going to be off of their next demo. Okay. And then the third one, also off the next demo, is called Peace Through Berserk Violence. Um, it's basically about terrorizing staunch segregationists slash the new American right and putting aside pacifism and taking up arms to defend ourselves from tyranny. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, Believe me, you're going to hear it. The music matches the description. Oh, it totally does. It does. And um, basically, these these three tracks, are, are, well, those two releases, these three tracks and those two releases, they kind of go together, are going to be uh, the final recording before they begin writing their full length album. Okay. So they're uh, going to release those two, and the product guarantee they're going to be working on their full length right now. Yeah. Um, you hear this, if you like what you hear, um, check out their band camp. Yes. Go to their band camp. your... Sure. I'm trying to fucking... I can't remember the actual... I'll tell you Oh, that. it's uh, band camp... Or it's Com. Yes. So, S-E-K-K-U-S-U. Streetsteel.bandcamp.com. So if you like what you hear, be sure to go check out the other stuff. Yeah, Fuck On Loud Night and uh, the demo. Yes. Rehearsal demo. Yep. Yeah, all good stuff, all killer. All worth checking out. Yes, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, That's what we have for you this week, and um, enjoy these Sikuzu tracks. Yeah, enjoy these tracks, guys. All right, we'll see you. See you.